Welcome everyone to the Retail Corner Podcast from Proxima 360. The purpose of our podcast is to bring a relaxed and educational environment to discuss the current retail landscape, best of breed products, and retail business best practices. You will always find us talking with business users, technical resources, and retail experts on how they are and where they are headed. to the Retail Corner Podcast. And we have one more episode for you guys today. We're very excited because today's topic is going to be the importance of supply chain for small retailers. And in order to talk about that, we have none other than Nick from Tejas. Nick is a senior VP of Global Strategic Partnership, and he has over 17 years in the retail industry, really helping SaaS-based solutions across the whole journey from the purchase to the fulfillment process. Nick, how are you doing today? Hey, Carlos, I'm really good. And your good self? I am doing great. How's the, how's the weather? How's the world on your, on your side? <laughs> uh, busy as, as ever. Um, so obviously based in London, um, unpredictable weather, but there we go. Um, and, and I will say my voice may go a little bit croaky because I've been suffering from a little bit of a sore throat the last two or three days, but uh, I'll, I'll try my best. Oh, no, no. Thank you so much for coming in and, and for talking to us today. And, and I know you guys at Tejas, you guys have a lot of experience when it comes to supply chain. I mean, you guys are on, you have your own product. It's a SaaS product. And, and you guys have really, really helped a lot of retailers, you know, many different brands. I know one of your, your brands is Metallica. Uh, and literally, guys, the, the band Metallica, right? Of course, their their e-commerce and helping them with the fulfillment process and helping every single fan get the merchandise out there that they want. And I think that's so excited. I'm obviously I'm a huge fan of Metallica, and that's great how that went about. So, do you guys get like free concert tickets, or do you guys go with them at any point, or is it all technology, all retail? <laughs> well, um, that, it's it's a good mix actually. So we do get offered. Um, complimentary tickets um not so much on the merchandising but uh, yeah it's amazing if i had a pound for every person who asked me that question um that i would be uh, a very rich man so uh, so it has its benefits and uh, yeah absolutely that's awesome and and i think uh you know talking into the subject of supply chain right i, I want to scale it back for a second because when we talk about small retailers and mid-sized retailers right i think mm -hmm. mostly everybody nowadays they're starting to go e-commerce first, right? Because it's cost-effective, it's simple. You have, you know, Shopify, you have Weebly, you have all these different platforms out there that you can stand up a website in a very short period of time for a single product or for multi-products, right? Whichever the case might be. Uh, but then as they start to grow, they they start to want to do and have the brick and border presence, right? And obviously that's a complete different beast. And the synergy that you have to create between your e-commerce and your brick and border, that's really where supply chain within itself really takes off, right? So I think to start off, uh, for those guys that are thinking to go brick and border, right? Th those retailers that are saying, hey, my e-commerce is making me enough uh, monetary income, right? In order for me to keep growing my brand and everything. Okay, can you break down supply chain for us, right? At, at its basics and the real core value that it has. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, really valid point, Carlos. Um, you know, there is this emerging trend that's going on at the moment that we're trying to digi digitalize uh online as well so bringing in install the online experience now there's a lot that's happening around omni-channel in general so you know <laughs> some of the things that the, the, the 
digital retailers will be sort of coming against would be, you know, how to navigate along some of these challenges in 2023, right? So the e-commerce landscape is changing fast uh, and building that right shopping experience for the for your demanding customer um, can be quite uh, complicated. Um, and don't forget at the moment, there is a bit of a looming recession that's going on and you know budgets are all restraints and so on. So supply chain is going to have uh, such an important part going forward in getting in that omni-channel experience right for the for your customer as a retailer um and you know everybody sort of is driving really more towards getting the customer to the basket stage or you know and, and getting that whole user experience right but at the end of the day the the risk really lies on when once when the goods are sort of coming outside of any purchase that's been made um and in store you know again it's got to have that same sort of experience in terms of every customer is time poor um, and you've got to bring those omni-channel um, activities together so they're a lot more joined up. So that whole customer experience side of it needs to be really, really tight and watertight in terms of getting that experience right. Now, with that comes in getting that whole customer journey from, as I said, purchase right through to uh, delivery, which then opens up the whole sort of uh, 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 book of activities within supply chain. Um, so, you know, I'm happy to expand on that a bit later. Yeah, no, no, thank you so much for that. And I think one thing, as you very well mentioned, right, it's all about the customer experience at all times, right? Because those are your, your key, right? That's the key to everything. Uh, but I think there's also an aspect to it when, when you actually put in a good supply chain methodology and a good supply chain process, you stand to save a lot of money, right? Because I think many retailers, they just want to fulfill the order, get it out there and right, get it to the customer as quickly as possible. But there's so much uh, things that they can do in order to make sure they get it with the right carrier. That's going to be the most cost effective in addition to getting it there more rapidly, right? And, and I think those are the things that maybe a lot of times the, the mid-sized retailer is missing, right? Or they're forgetting the amount of returns they're going to get from e-commerce, right? And how that's going to affect your overall, you know, your net sales. And so with that, what are you guys putting out there in the market? Because I think there's a lot of really good uh, software out there, right? When it comes to supply chain, but it, but it seems like you have to be at a certain level of revenue in order A, to afford it, and then B, to really leverage it to its full extent, right? There, there isn't a lot of things out there to really help the mid-sized retailer have a very strong solution when it comes to, to supply chain, right? So are you guys, uh, I mean, I know you guys service very large clients, but are you guys thinking of how to find a solution for the, for the mid-sized, for the small-sized retailer? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And, you know, we take that on board, you know, having sort of traded for over 20 years and, and having catered for enterprise retailers and brands. Don't forget all of these big retailers were once small themselves. So we've created um, a, a, an order management software that is specifically um, set up for small, medium-sized retailers, emerging retailers. In fact, we're not capping even how small they are. And it's it's a really great out-of-the-box solution to make making sure that all of that supply chain and order management is completely joined up and it's optimized because like correctly what you touched on the supply chain part and i'm, I'm you know i'm, I'm going to be repeating that word 
um, often. So the reason being is that's the part also that has the least control for any retailer in terms of the data, the information, uh, once it leaves those premises, right? So I'm talking about then, even if it leaves online, then you've got the aspect of potentially those goods being returned. But those root goods can be returned offline and that customer wants to be able to bring it back to the store. So, you know, there's lots of parameters and the mechanics that uh, can have an effect on that whole customer experience. We've created this product called Tom's Light. We've called it Tom's Light because T for Tejas and all the management um, software. As I said, it's out of the box specifically set up to give that real extra boost and efficiency for any small mid-sized retailer wanting to trade online, but also join up anything within an omni-channel, you know, and so on. Okay, perfect. And, and I think something to, to highlight that I want to highlight out, out there for all of our listeners, right? If you guys are thinking to that you need a supply chain software, right? That you really need to streamline your process other than to do the basic fulfillment that you do, or you're sending it to Amazon and Amazon's doing the fulfillment for you, right? You're ready to kind of take on that responsibility and also take on the savings when it comes to that, right? Um, what are kind of like the key four steps, if you could, right, that they should do when analyzing the right software for them? Because I think a lot of folks don't know that a lot of companies, right, they will look at your amount of inventory, your transaction count, right? They'll do an overall analysis of your business in order to really cater the tool for you, right? So whenever they're deciding, hey, I'm ready to take on this project, right? What do they need to start getting ready in-house before starting to interview potential vendors and potential options? Yeah, great question. So just just to expand on that, I mean, you know, digital commerce, and, and we call it internet, yeah, nine weeks, it's evolving, you know, ever so fast. Um, as the technology evolves, you know, um, so do the expectations of the customers. So every customer, don't forget, is just one click away from the com- competition. So, you know, you don't, they don't, you don't want to be losing that customer. And also don't forget the market value and wallet share. So it is becoming more difficult and costly more than ever to recover that expectation if you lose that area. I think in terms of due diligence, you've got to look at the basics, right? You've got to understand, okay, that in, first of all, obviously in terms of the product, the demographic, the audience, the marketplaces in where it sits, and getting that professional advice. Yes, there are lots of OMS solutions out there, and there are warehouse management solutions out there. But you first of all, you've got to understand, you know, where is it that you need to optimize? What is it you're trying to achieve? You want to get your goods A to B as quickly as possible, but also in the most efficient way. So then it's all controlled. And if there are any returns, you're managing that as well. So, um, you know, understanding the whole operation, I think, first of all, uh, and that includes, you know, where the couriers that you use, you know, measuring the, the delivery impact, having some sort of a KPI internally as well. So you've got some methodology around, you know, what that efficiency looks like. So I you know I would say is you start with a decent order management system, which will give you the basic tools to be able to, A, have everything joined up so you've got real-time information of activities. Secondly, we, with our product, with Tom's Light, you know, we pull in, we can plug into any uh, uh, platform, ERP, whether it's Magento, uh, whether it's Shopify, and we can join everything up. So it's all about making sure that everything's speaking to each other. Um, and then, as I say, just making sure that 
along that journey, you know, you have that full visibility of activities and operations as your goods move forward. And, you know, it, it, it will evolve all the time. There's no not a quick fix switch. It's about getting the basics right and then evolving and, and growing from that. You know, we with our customers are constantly uh, building new bolt-on products and solutions as they grow because with us, it's about growing and evolving. You know, it's not, as I said, a quick fix. So I think start off with the basics, you know, just understand the demographic of the audience, understand where the territories are, what marketplaces you want to be going to, uh, what that will look like, you know, what does success look like, and, and then look at the pitfalls that sit along with that. Speak to a consultancy or somebody who are experts in that one particular area. Don't you know? Always try to think that there's going to be a magic out of the box that will cover everything. The different mechanics connected to within omnichannel, you know, covering payments, covering usability, right across through to supply chain, which is what we were discussing at the moment, is you know they are the crew, the, the the actual core factors that have to be. It's paramount that they are absolutely joined up. So you know, getting that bit right, as I say, from the basics, and then building out. You know, Nick, you you've mentioned all these great points, and I think one of them that really resonates with me, and I think with with a lot of folks, right, that were in the leadership scale at the the mid-sized retailers, right, is uh, a lot of times you're looking for the right piece of software that is going to allow you to create the basics that you called out, right? That's going to allow you to create a platform that's that's very sustainable, but it's also something that you don't want to outgrow in a couple of years, right? Because budget is always a limitation and you always want to put as much of your budget on, on repurchasing merchandise, right? To make more money rather than spending it in technology, right? So when we're doing this analysis, right? When we're trying to find the right partner and the right piece of software that's going to grow with us, as you very well mentioned, right? What do you think are some of the key things that, that executives out there should be really focusing on, right? Or targeting on? Because most of these guys, right, they're, they, they're great business people, right? But they don't have a lot of technology background. So a lot of times, you know, a lot of these sales folks from different software technologies, right? They just get you in this spiral, never-ending story, right? And, and then you just try to go with whatever seems the best for you, right? But what things can they, like, chop down in paper and take, you know, to the potential vendors and really use them as their outline to really dictate, hey, this is the right technology partner for me to be able to put in the right supply chain solution? Yeah, another great question. So you would be surprised or may not be surprised the amount of times that I get asked, uh, and these are retailers, uh, and not necessarily mid-size, even larger retailers, the question around, well, you know, we've been growing at such a pace. We're in different marketplaces. We're in different countries and territories and so on. Um, but, you know, the, the, the efficiency has gone down, right? So the problem is, uh, scalability it's massive okay so you know we try to make uh within omnichannel as future proof as possible now that's easy said and to answer your question the three things that you must always be looking at uh in terms of any solution really once you've gone and set up within omnichannel or even a pure play e-commerce only is to look at okay so here's my plan at the moment these are the countries i'm in Obviously, I want to evolve. Every business needs to evolve and grow. 
what's going to happen going forward. So what is the scalability opportunity for me if I'm going to use your platform, your software, your solution, right, number one. Number two, how cost-effective is that going to be if we was to look at, at, at the future and say, okay, now I want to be the next, next three different countries within the next three months, and that means I've got to work, you know, work with three different couriers. I've got to, you know, look at a uh, uh, different sort of whole experience within e-commerce and the whole website. So the mechanics again start to change, right? So you're looking at scalability, looking at cost-effective, and then the other thing is never two uh, experiences are the same either. So the, how flexible is that in terms of the product, the solution? Sorry, that that you're uh, considering or the company you're considering in terms of working with. So our products are all based on three foundations and they are number one, um, scalable, number two, flexible, and number three, cost effective. Okay, so the whole idea then is to, as I say, we, it's not about a quick fix, fixing something now it's great, and then let me know if you know if the if the light bulb goes out, we'll change the switch. It's about helping you grow your business, and it's as I said, that will happen very very quickly. You know, people need to understand that e-commerce alone, you're talking, you're opening out to the world. We're talking about omni-channel. Everything's got to be speaking to each other, and it's only going to get complicated. Because as consumers have more um, more sort of buying experiences in terms of options, um, that whole technology will play a part. And so you've got to evolve with that because if you don't, then your competition will uh, and then you'll be left behind. So it's absolutely paramount that you not just have somebody who can say, great, we can give you the best solution now. It's not about now. It's about how are you going to help me to evolve? Right. What does that look like? And actually put scenarios in there. As I said, these are the countries as a retailer I want to be trading in. Okay. What is it? How, how are you going to adapt for me to be able to grow? That's really, really important. Absolutely. And talking about evolution, right? Uh, you very, very well mentioned that so many challenges are coming, right? More and more uh, markets, more and more channels to sell, right? More and more social media, more and more everything, right? Uh, in the in the upcoming future, what do you foresee as the next challenges, right? The next big challenges for retailers uh, that that they're going to have to embark on, right? Yeah, I think it, it, you know again, it's in terms of challenges, they 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 will be there. It's getting again the whole experience right as consumers have more choices in how and where they buy from. You know, at the end of the day, they're not bothered. Uh, 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 about what's going on in terms of your back end and the mechanics that sit there. They want to have that perfect experience, buy online, return in, in store, buy from mobile, buy from, you know, catalog, whatever it is, those, you know, those various channels that they can buy from. The challenges for retailers is making sure, as I say, that, that the, the mechanics that sit behind that, all of that operation is fluent, is optimized, and is talking to each other. And for that to happen, you've got to have the right order management software system in place. You've got to be able to have data that's real time. You've got to be able to understand and change things very quickly. So, you know, that's that is 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 going to be really one of the key challenges going forward. And you know, merchants just need to make, as I said, going back to the scalability side, is to understand more about tomorrow as much as what's going on in the present time.
Absolutely. Absolutely. And Nick, thank you so much for your time and for all this very insightful information. I, I like to ask all of our guests, you know, one last question at the end of the interview. And it's always, you know, if you had one piece of advice, you know, the most important from all your years of experience, ups and downs uh, to all of our listeners out there, right? What would be that one piece of advice? Um, if you're a retailer um, and, you know, you're, you're listening to this podcast, right? Um, you are a brand. Everyone is a brand at the end of the day. And my definition of a brand is, so if you take this on board, the definition of a brand, according to, 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 to me, is it's, it's a roadmap in that it leads a customer to a desired place, right? So what does that mean? That means as a consumer, I'm not worried about where or how you'll show your brand, whether it's in store, whether it's online, whether it's catalog, or whether it's through mobile, it doesn't matter. I want to have that same experience. So the two key areas uh, that you must absolutely get right is the user experience and the customer experience, because that will uplift the customer lifecycle value. Now, if you're a retailer, you know all about the customer lifecycle value, okay, and the cost to serve. And you've got to have that KPI always, always, always on the increase and not going down because that is your uh, parameter. That's, that's, that's the line in which you, your customers can, will judge the experience that they're having with your brand or retailer. So getting that whole user experience and customer experience right is the, the bigger picture. If we get that bit right. So the mechanics that sit within that, as I said, uh, uh, are then looked at on an individual basis and supply chain will always, always play that paramount part you know the goods are not converted until the uh, consumer receives their goods so even then that journey is not complete because then it can be returned so all of these different things you know getting that ux and cx right as i say um, at a high level is is really key Nick, thank you so much for your time and thank you for all the advice out there. And for everybody listening, guys, we're going to have uh, Tejas information and Nick and team, you know, they'll be able to help out at any point. And I think if you're looking at what you have today for your supply chain infrastructure, right? Maybe you don't want to change it. Maybe you just want to look at, hey, is it the most effective possible, right? Am I saving the most money possible, right? And I think uh, Tejas, you know, they're great. So they're great partners in order to be able to review that process with you, to analyze that process with you, and then take you through whatever changes you might need, right? You might not need to change your entire solution. You might need to change certain pieces to it. And uh, Nick, appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining us from London. And, you know, have a, have a great time. Hope the weather gets better, you know? <laughs> Awesome. No, thanks very much, Carlos. Really enjoyed the uh, the conversation. And uh, yeah, you know, thanks for, for, for mentioning a couple of things there. And as I said, we're happy to do a, a health check just to have a look and evaluate, you know, your, your current operations at any point as well. So uh, I thought I'd just plug that in as well. Um, but uh, yeah, awesome. Thanks very much, Carlos, for um, organizing this. Pleasure to have you. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, please email us at podcast at retailcorner.live or visit our website, retailcorner.live. Looking forward to having you as our guest on our podcast. And thank you so much for listening.